Aloha, my sisters. I am wanting to come and talk to you tonight. Um, actually, it's early in the morning here. It's about 1.24. And um, just need to um, get some things off my chest and be very transparent uh, with you because if there's anything that I can say if my life can be any type of example for someone else um, that can help, then that's when I want to be. Um, my life is no longer my own, but we were brought with a price. And it's for God I live, it's for Him that I die. And I just want to be used by Him in, in whatever way that He sees fit. You know, God did not make us to be perfect. Sometimes when we're not perfect, we feel uh, ashamed. Uh, sometimes when we make mistakes, the enemy makes us feel ashamed. And God doesn't want us to feel ashamed about anything that we do. Um, because uh, that's what he's there for. The, the thing that we don't want to do is live in our mistakes. Making a conscious effort to say, hey, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to live. And uh, we cannot be helped when we make those type of decisions because you just made a decision to live that, that way. And until you uh, desire change, then that's where you'll be. And so, um, so when we make mistakes or we end up doing things that, you know, uh, that's not pleasing to God, then we turn from that. We ask God for forgiveness and, him, and for him to help us. And it doesn't mean that that change come overnight. I mean, we got to constantly, you know, uh, help, you know, try to help our do things to help put things in place to help ourselves. But also, you know, continually pray and ask God for strength. Not that he forgets our prayers, but we really got to make a conscious effort to give it all that we got. Because there is an enemy of our soul. There is an enemy that wants... Uh, Nothing more than to see you live at the bottom. Uh, the, the word tells us that he wants to sift you as wheat. That means break you down to the finest piece of nothing that he possibly can. And unfortunately, the sad part about it is that he uses our own hands sometimes to do it. It doesn't have to be somebody else. And that's what, that's what hurts the worst. When he uses your own hands. To tear your life apart. You know, by our own mistakes. Uh, but not to fret. Not to fear. We have a God that loves us. And that wants to be there when we feel in our lowest. And we're so thankful for Him. We're so thankful for our Father. Who allows uh, sometimes for us to get in this place. But it's where transformation happens. And we got to just be thankful to him for those moments instead of saying I'll never, or instead of feeling hopeless. We do not live in a hopeless world. And regardless of what it looks like around you, no matter how you feel, we do not live in a hopeless world. Why? Because we have God who is a spirit. Jesus who died. Who's, who is God? They are one. 
And he sent his comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, to comfort us. And that spirit leads and guides us, talks to us, keep us from harm and danger. I can't imagine living God living without without God in my life and without him living on the inside of me. Ugh, checking my spirit. That's an old saying. Checking your spirit. You know, um, because you always want to make sure you're on the right and God help us. Because we got we live in a world that everything is tearing at us and sometimes things look good that's not good for us and we'll end up making bad decisions. And um so I, I wanted to be uh, like I said transparent with you tonight and uh as you guys know and that have followed my podcast, um know that you know I went through a divorce and uh it's been uh let's see we broke up in 2018 so it's going on four years now and going on four years uh and then I I been praying and asking God you know um you know to um well I've been waiting I have been waiting for God (laughs) to send um a special someone into my life I have and not the whole four years I mean the three years of that was praying and fasting for my marriage I did not quickly get a divorce um, so shortly after I got a divorce um, last year no I, I got a divorce in um, 2020 2020 2020 November 2020 so 21, February 21, which was last year, I met someone who seemed uh, to be a very nice guy and um, very, uh, still to this day, I, I feel that he's a, a very nice guy in heart. Um, so I thought that he was the one. And um, so we did, um, I still I was seeing him for about five months. Um he was my neighbor and um and i i really um felt that this guy could be the the one for me i mean we connect in um wow you know um in in a lot of ways i mean we could be on the phone for two three hours maybe you know just because we laugh, we talk, you know, we were like friends and enjoy spending time together. And um, it just seemed like the right thing, seemed right. But the whole time I'm in this relationship with this guy and spending time with him, talking on the phone and we're going to do things together. I just had an unsettling feeling on the inside. Like I was having fun on the outside. I mean, he was, he was checking all the boxes for me, and but the thing that um, that we did not agree on was that he was not a Christian. He is actually um, a Muslim, and um, I guess I went in thinking, okay, well maybe you know if I I can win him over, and I think a lot of people kind of go into relationships feeling that way. Or 
maybe you know he can he can do his thing and I do my thing because I had actually had this conversation with him early on saying hey you know when I when he told me that he was a Muslim like hey you know um, I don't I don't think this is gonna work out and he was like well you know I I, I think he told me that he like dated a someone before there was a Christian or whatever and you know you and, and where he comes from and um, he was also out from Africa um, where he comes from you know religion is that hey you know those the things that you practice um, doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's something that the whole family practice you know the same religion so it's okay you know to have different uh, understandings of the truth and still be together so, you know, I, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't know. You know, I'm thinking, well, maybe that could possibly work. I don't know. But in my spirit, you know, uh, just in, inside of me, so unsettled. So unsettled. And I, and I, for months, you know, I will go before God and, and be just, you know, uh, talking to God and, and asking God, you know, to forgive me, I really like this guy. I didn't want to let him go. You know, um, constantly going back to God. You know, uh, wanting and trying to figure out how to make this circle fit in this square. I just needed it to fit, and God just loves me so much. And I just remember praying so much to Him, uh, even before I met this guy. I was, you know, I'm always just on my knees begging God, Lord, never, don't let me go. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. And those prayers I know was answered in the midst of this relationship because God would not let me go. He would not allow me to feel satisfied in this relationship. And, um, and so finally I, uh, he left to go to Thailand and before he left, I mean, God was really, I feel like, really helping me out in this situation because, you know, our communication began to break down. This is a guy we would be on the phone for hours, but then we would hardly be able to find any words to say. And our relationship was deteriorating and before my eyes. And um, so when he left to go to Thailand, um, I was on a really long prayer call this, this day. And... Um, uh, I don't even know if it was a day before I was on a prayer call or not, but um, I can tell you this. Oh, excuse me. My apologies. It is like one something in the morning here. Um, I I uh, deleted him, deleted my my information off the app that we were communicating with, and. Um, I think I may have did that the day before or maybe even earlier that day. I don't know. Anyway, so he he calls and gets in contact with me that night or that evening uh, after I had been on a prayer call like all day. It pretty much was like an all day thing. And um, he, you know, broke things off with me officially. And I just knew that that was the will of God. And it was I knew that was God setting me free. It was like delivering me out of the land of Egypt. And I'm saying that because Egypt is that that place of, 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 it was the place of torment really for the children of Israel, but it was all they knew. They grew up there. They grew up there. 
And, uh, and Pharaoh became, you know, very, you know, um, just uh, just an evil person to them, you know, because they had grew so much and uh, he was just mistreating them. And um, that was not the place that God wanted for his people. And they needed, God demanded Pharaoh to let his people go so they may worship him. And that is the way I felt because I, you know, even in this relationship, I wanted time that I needed to spend with God. I needed, you know, I, I just needed that space that I could not get when I was in that relationship with him because he was always calling me. Uh, and, and, and my time was always interrupted the time that I wanted to spend with God and that I was used to spending with God. I, I had now to like answer to somebody's phone calls and their time. And it was bothering me because I felt like I was splitting my time that I knew belonged to God with someone that, um, that did not uh, fully believe in who he was. And because of that, I was torn. I was torn for months. I was torn for months. And you would think that it was over after we broke up. And, but he came back. When he came back from time, I was okay, you know, for a while while he was gone. But it's like every time we would see each other for whatever reason, uh, we'd be okay. But then, you know, though, I know that those feelings were still there. And so I've struggled. I have been struggling, you know, over the last uh, now year because him and I had our first date on Valentine's Day uh, last year. And now it's, it, we just passed another Valentine's Day uh, this month. And so it's been a year. And, uh, you know, I think it would have been easier, easy for me to uh, not struggle with, in this rela- with this relationship and letting it go uh, if. Uh, he was someone that like had treated me bad or cheated on me or, you know, just, I don't know, just did whatever people do in relationships that, you know, kind of makes it easy for you to say goodbye. This guy has not done that. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, there's been plenty of times like, hey, look, you know, we can't talk anymore. We can't be friends. We can't do any of those things because, um, you know, it's, it's just something that I cannot find myself being able to do and I need to move on I need to move on to what God has for me and I know that I cannot continue to have any type of friendship with this guy not even talking on the phone not doing nothing nothing uh, but we will always find each other in, in, in our in each other's presence just hey you know can you drop me off I'm dropping my, can, you come, can you pick me up I'm dropping my car off uh, here or can you take me to the airport you know one of us not I cannot say it's all been him me as well you know just us kind of leaning on each other and a lot of times out here on the island when you don't you know we it's military and it's an island so a lot of times when you meet people you don't really just cut them off it's just kind of like hey you add them to your group of people that you know um you know and we're like ohana you know family here and um and it's like that in the military community anyway. And it's, you know, it's, that's the way it is around here. So, um, but we, we, him and I, we cannot be this way because there are feelings in the midst of us. And, um, and the enemy doesn't care, you know, how innocent your feelings may be or how you may feel about somebody. Uh, when you clearly know, and God has shown you, and God has shown me vividly, 
that this man is not the one. He is uh, a counterfeit. And I, I don't like to use that word when I'm, I actually am talking about him because it just sounds so mean. And he's not somebody that I want to say anything mean toward. Um, but it's the truth. He's not the man for me. And I knew that early on. It's just been hard to let go. It's been hard to walk away. And um, and I'm being transparent with you tonight because somebody out there might be in my shoes. See, I thought going into this relationship that I could change somebody for me. I thought going into this relationship that I was strong. Remember, I've been swimming in the deep. I've been through... Um, the storm of, of, you know, with my husband and been praying and been before God and fasting and prayer and, and just, I felt like I was strong enough to handle this. But the enemy is a strategic planner and he will have someone waiting for you. When you get ready to get out of that, you know, swimming in the deep and, and you, you've been in prayer and you've been in fasting and you've been fasting. And you feel like you're the strong. You feel like you're the strongest, but physically, you're weak. Physically, you're weak. I've been without, right? I've been without a man. It wasn't thinking about. I wasn't thinking about any of that because when I was without a man, I didn't want one. <laughs> so I wasn't thinking about where I was weak at physically, and that's where the enemy attacked me. At. Attacked me when I was at my weakest, and I, I didn't know that I was at my weakest. But you are. The end of a storm is when you are the weakest. It's not the beginning. It's not the hateful middle. It's at the end. When the enemy has a strategic plan to take you out. And um, and so I feel weak physically because uh, this guy, uh, he, uh, he, he, he appealed to me physically. I mean, he's a very nice looking guy. And, um, you know, he... Um, he has it going on uh, financially and he has this, you know, everything together, you know, um, uh, definitely, you know, financially stable, you know, to um, take care of my family. Um, but we don't line up. We don't line up. And um, so I have told him several times, you know, you know, we can't talk. I've said goodbye so many times. And to where I'm just tired of saying, Lord, help me. Because I can't tell this guy goodbye anymore without saying, I got to say good riddance. And I got to be ready to put an end to this. And um, and I, 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 men are actually able to go on a lot quicker than we have. Now, our relationship ended <laughs> in July, I want to say, of last year. And I here I am talking to you in February about this relationship that, you know, have me struggling to let go. And this is just like the children of Israel, right? God delivered them out of the hands of Pharaoh, but yet it was hard to get deliver Egypt out of them. They wanted to go back when things um, got hard and, and, and they didn't know where this journey was going to take them. They wanted to go back to what was familiar. And we always sometimes want to revert back to what's familiar, what's what's easy for us. And um, and so it's, it's easy to want to go back. And I thank God today that, you know, 
I part of this this guy appeals to part of my flesh. Yes, he does. But in my inside, my heart, it's like no, 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 no. Everything in the inside of me says no. And so because I have that pull of no in my heart for God and my desire to want to live right before him, I can't give up God for nobody. No parts in him, none of him. I know what my bread and butter is and I can't, I can't do it. And there has been, there have been plenty of people that have done it and that have, and they have regretted it. I see, I see that. And I realize, you know, Lord, help me. I can't play with this anymore. Gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. And so I actually um, have broken it off, you know, or broke off. But really, this is, we've been broke up since last year. But um, actually stopped, you know, uh, you know, have told him several times, you know, we can't talk. Well, then I was like, okay, you know what? Let me see if I can do this face to face. And um, so I did. I, I actually met with him last night. And I cannot tell you, like, the look that I saw on his face. And I asked God, you know, Lord, help me see something. I need something, you know, to just help me get past this, you know, completely. And it's one thing, you know, sending someone a text like, hey, we shouldn't talk, blah, 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 you know. But to actually have a conversation face to face and last night, you know, as I looked at him or we were talking, just the, this is the way I, I kind of took it. I don't care. Like I've been over this. Why are we even having this conversation? The, the, it was kind of like he, he's been past this. And here I am allowing the enemy to tie me up emotionally and with my thoughts and with my time about something that has been long gone. The attack has been on me and I knew that I just needed to see it, I guess. I don't know, but I knew it. And I remember, you know, he's not over here feeling like I'm feeling because the attack is on me, not on him. And I could clearly see that when I when I talked to him last night. Clearly, that he was not being affected emotionally. I don't know how he really feels about me, but he definitely was not being having you know not being the one that's been attacked emotionally. And uh, so because the attack is on me, because God has something great for me ahead, and just like He has something great for you ahead. But anything the enemy can use to tie you up, and he's going to affect you. He's going to try to affect you in your flesh. He's going to try to do those things. But my sisters, I I'm, I hope that by me being transparent with you tonight about me, letting you know that, hey, I'm not perfect. You know, I have been, you know, uh, talking with someone and spending time with someone that has not been in line with the word of God. And, and, and I, yes, I, God has really never left me in this situation. He's been always right there holding my hand and pulling me out of the fire. 
And I'm just so glad and so thankful tonight to God that he did not let my hand go, that he did not let me go in my own way, that he pulled, He pulls on my heartstrings. Oh, and when he pulls on your heartstrings, you just, you just got to let it be. You just tell God, you know, Lord, thank you. And I don't ever want to find myself in a, this type of relationship ever again, ever, never. It's not okay to just spend time with someone. It's it's not okay to, you know, have these long, drawn-out conversations, even though they weren't bad. You know, we're laughing, but it's appealing to you. It's taking up your time. You know, it, it's not okay. It's just not. And um, you just can't do these things. You know, we we've got to walk as children of God, and we got to live this life. The best way we can. And we got to live for God. The best way we can with all of our heart. And with all of our soul. And and uh, thank you tonight for listening to me. I'm kind of uh, wanting to get this off my chest. You know be transparent with you. But I'm also hoping uh, that this helps somebody else. That may be struggling. You know right here where I'm at. You know maybe you know somebody's listening that has uh, you know. Uh, traveled on the same journey as me and you know you want to know you're not alone well you're not alone you know uh, we are in this together but I am uh, got my heart set on what God has for me and his promises and I'm not focused on on getting a husband I'm focused on pleasing God I'm focused on doing his will I'm focused on standing his promise and walking it out I'm focused on my salvation. I'm focused on, you know, the things that are righteous. I just want to please God. At the end of the day, I want to be on the right side of him. My sisters, thank you again. Mahalo.